Welcome to A Good Thing, Womanhood with Purpose. With Katisha and Candace, we'll be talking about all things womanhood, as we are the experts of our own experience. Stay tuned. Hello, hello. Hi, darling. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, girl. How you doing? I'm doing well. I can't complain. I can't complain. What about yourself? I'm good. Won't complain. Won't complain at all. I'm living my best life, right? I'm trying to make that my mantra. Making that my mantra every day. I'm living my best life, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe in, in, um saying certain things until it really manifests so keep saying it you know on when and then when you're finally finally like say like i'm really living my best life hey it's because that's what you kept saying and that's the environment that you have created for yourself but you know what it's like i don't look at it as a mantra like that's how i feel like i'm living my best life right because in oh, the there same, you go in the same breath like we have to find everything that we are like grateful for, if that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. We have health. I have a roof over my head. I have food. I can feed my kids. So I'm living my best life. There and you go. Everything else is just icing on the cake for me. Look at you. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, what's going on? Nothing much, girl. Nothing much. Just you know, trying to trying to really focus and hone in on what's going, what I'm gonna be doing for this year. Trying to write mm-hmm. things down, make it plain. So that's mm-hmm. all. You know, the girls living their best life as usual. Jerry, mm-hmm. he's always living his best life. I don't know what it is about men. They always live their best <laughs> life. Like, yeah. They're so, so unproblematic. Like, yeah, right? I agree with you. Yeah. So what's up with you? Nothing. So we had snow in Texas like about three weeks ago. I was super excited. Mo was like annoyed, but and he was like, you know, you've been wishing this since December. And I'm like, and I got what I asked for. And it wasn't just flurries, like the snow stuck. We probably got like a little inch. Adrian got to make like a snow angel and she had a snow fight with her dad. I was just so excited that it snowed and my girls got to see and play in snow. Okay. So yeah, I'm like a happy camper. Um, you know, it's a new year, new goals, new everything. And I guess that's what I want to get into today. Like, how are we going to stay focused where this year, this our new goals are different from every other year? You know, because every year we set goals. But how is this year going to be set apart from all the other times that we have set goals for ourselves? Oh, that's a good question. Good topic. I would say for me, it's kind of changing what goals look like, right? Because a lot mm-hmm. of times we're like, oh, I'm 30 such so-and-so. I don't even remember how old I am. I think I'm going to be 32 mm-hmm. this year, right? So... 
it's like, oh, by this time you want to do this, 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 this. So for me, I tend to like get overwhelmed and I've noticed as I'm getting older, right? Being overwhelmed is kind of like making me more stagnant. So for the new year, I'm going to set less goals and allow those goals to be more manageable. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if for me, I'm it's it won't overwhelm me if mm-hmm. I fall off a little bit because in my mind I'm already setting like, okay, these are going to be manageable. And I can mm-hmm. organization wise, I kinda take that, take one of those goals and break it down. So then mm-hmm. it's easier for me, right? I don't know if that's already a thing, but I know for me mm-hmm. when I make lists, I write a hundred things. Right. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if a hundred things is not done, you don't feel accomplished. Right. But even if right. you do two of those things, you're still in a better place than you were as not doing it. And I would like to say shout out to our good sis, Hannah, who was on the, who mm-hmm. did the book Atomic Habits. And I think we had talked about mm-hmm. it too. I've been to it on audio book. Um, and that's what he says. It's like, if you set a goal and even if you do one part, one thing to accomplish that goal a day, that's like 1% towards your goal is better than zero, right? Right. So in regards to time, when we look at time and we try to truncate everything into like this short period of time, every new day is an opportunity. And essentially we could plan for 5, 10, 15 years, but we don't know if we're going to exist for 5, 10, 15 years. We got to manage the 24 hours that we have. So uh-huh. me, that is that is something new for me that I look forward to seeing and that. Uh-huh. And I will work towards being more intentional because sometimes we make goals. I make goals and I don't intentionally accomplish it, but it just, just so happens. And it's like, whoo, like somebody pushed me down the hill. But now like (laughs) (laughs) the goal is to really be intentional to get those things moving and like really see some major results in a big way. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I know, I think in one of our old discussions, we talked about time and you mentioned it also. And for me, time can either be our enemy or it can be our best friend. And I am working towards it being my best friend. With that being said, I have learned to cut down and cut off certain things that takes up my time where... It, it just it, it just eat up the time that I could be doing something more productive. So, for instance, um, you know, the goal for this month, January, Mo and I aren't supposed to be watching television unless it is probably the girls are down, which that means like about 8.30, and then we have to be in bed by 11 because we have to wake up early um, to get the day started. And or if it's the weekend, weekend, we take a break. But during the day, if that television is on, it should be on a kid's program because I realized that we can get consumed, you know, like sometimes you want to just kick back and you're like, oh, let me just catch up on something and kick back, rest my head, rest my mind, whatever, because I had a long day. And guess what? We, we've been, we'll watch television maybe from 5 p.m. until 
11 p.m. in between putting the kids down, whatever. And that takes up time. That takes yeah. up unnecessary time. Um, surfing sites, you know. I am on Facebook and Instagram a lot, but I'm not on other people's sites. I am focused on the pages I need to focus on, and then I jump off. Like, I, I can't follow someone else's life because they're living their life they're where they want to be you know and same thing i say for the actors like they are earning what they have set out to earn so they're good you know everybody is good so therefore for me to get to where i need to be i need to be more um diligent and more disciplined so um time i've been just using my time wisely and also i'm a writer like I know we have the iPhones, we I know we have our phones, we have this, we have our computers, but every year I have to have a journal. I have to have my calendars and stuff like because I need to write everything out. Like what you were saying, I have to write out, okay, I have this goal, I have like a house project, I have my work project, I have our podcast project. And for each of those, I have to write out each and everything, be very detailed on what we need to accomplish and I need to check it off by the end of the day. Did we meet this goal? Okay, Kat, then tomorrow you need to focus on this. Um, where once I do that, I realize that now I have more time for the family and kids because I don't feel overwhelmed working throughout the day, you know, and then I have to now put the kids down or I can't play with them, I can't do this. Now my time is allocated properly. I can give the household the undivided attention that it needs at a particular time. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's cool. And I like, and one thing that we can say about you, Kat, is that you're a stickler for time. Type A personality (laughs) to the T, okay? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Listen, and it's so crazy because I'm a respecter of people's time. Like, I don't play with that. Like, I feel like because what I don't want for myself, I'm not going to want for someone else. So, like, if I am running late, I am going to call and say, hey, I'm running late. Hey, I'm, I'm not just going to show up late and be and figure like, oh, well, you know, I was coming. Da, da, da. No, listen, this is my situation. I'm running late. We can either reschedule or, you know, like, because I just figure like time is something we can't get back. So mm-hmm. I respect it. And like I said, I need it to be my best friend. That's true. That's true. Lady, for us who's late and because my husband gets, Jerry gets on me all the time about this. He's like, you don't respect people's time. But a lot of times it's not, you don't think about it as being disrespectful, but it is, right? Because mm-hmm. time is is money that people would say because time is has value right so wasted time you really cannot get that back so i really love that that's a real gem that you dropped right there yeah i was looking online and you know i feel like a lot of people kind of do this type of research but i was googling how to follow through on your goals right so Mm -hmm. i came across um this site and it's real short right so short list Three things to ask yourself, right? Do, decide if you really want it. Whatever the goal uh-huh. is, do you really want it? And I feel like that's a big thing, right? Because sometimes we have to really look into ourselves to see if our goals are really for us or for others. 
right? A lot mm-hmm. of times, especially in like your your twenties and your thirties, you're trying to live out your live out your parents' goals or somebody else's idea for you. And I what I notice is um in a lot of some of these shows, these reality shows, right? Is that when you hit your thirties, it's almost like Dag, I've been doing all of this. I didn't really love what I did. Um, mm-hmm. I really don't enjoy this, but this is what I really enjoy. And there's a lot of career switching and things. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I like this one because it really kind of lets you look at yourself. What is it that I like, right? Decide if you really want it. How badly do you want it, right? So for instance, for me, another one of my goals is not really losing weight, but like transforming my body right and Mm -hmm. into the best having the best shape that I've had you know since I was a kid right Mm -hmm. so for me that doesn't mean that I want to be like a size six or like a size two I just want to be like physically healthy right I want to run up the stairs and not get tired you know Mm -hmm. I want a little four pack to six pack you know you know such Mm -hmm. a Mm -hmm. Right, you know, my legs tone, my arms tone. So for me, it's kind of like if I have to ask myself, do you really want this for you? Right. And the translation for me is kind of like I want to be healthy. I want to live. I want my body inside and out to reflect, um, to be at its best potential. Right. In right. order for me to be able to in whatever goals I'm trying to accomplish for me to be able to enjoy it. And also because of my girls. I want to be an example to them, right? Like taking care of yourself, taking care of your temple. Um, So yes, I really want that. So I have to like Mm -hmm. look at myself, look at it as not losing weight. I got to lose 30 pounds or I got to be a size six or a size two, but I want to be healthy, right? So being Mm -hmm. in shape is a part of that. I want to live a healthy life. I want to see the fruit of my labor, I want to be able to enjoy the fruits of my labor as much as possible. So I really like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I agree with you. I think that that's also part of my goal. And I like what you said that, you know, for the girls, I was thinking, I guess, to, to expound on what you were saying that, you know, if we who are the caretakers, if we who are the ones who control our house, our home, I should say, in terms of what comes in, in terms of the food, the exercise, whatever, we kind of guide our family in terms of we're either going to live this healthy, happy life or we're going to be sick, right? So we, I think we are the pillars to what our expectations are and it reflects on how we treat ourselves and our bodies so i thought that that was a really um important thing for you to say boom boom i like what you said um we do have to treat ourselves well i never thought about it as like us leading the house so that's really good too um number two is wash fear aside right fear is a big thing um for all of us right the fear of the unknown the fear of failure the fear of actually success sometimes right because we don't know what that looks like and we know like you know biggie said more money more problems right so sometimes we fear what comes when we tread on different waters and what those responsibilities would look like so sometimes fear could where a lot of times leaves us stagnant in our lives and not allowing us to accomplish our goals because 
100%. We have to pass that threshold of, of, mm-hmm. of comfort in order for us a lot of times to set our goals, right? Because these are things that we have not done before. These are new challenges that we have not faced. Um, so, you know, the second side, in order to really accomplish your goals, we have to set fear aside. And for me, personally, right, fear has impacted me but right but then you I have to ask myself the question what are you afraid of right what is the worst that can happen right mm-hmm. because if we want to be completely real right the the most thing that a lot of that we're afraid of is death right and some of the things mm-hmm. that we're not, we're not even afraid of death but it's like that's that's the only time when you it's impossible for you to accomplish your goal if you die mm-hmm. right so it's like what is there to be afraid of? Write a list of things that you're afraid of. And, you know, talk to somebody. I talk to Jerry about it all the time. It's like, you know, I'm afraid of, you know, what what new things could happen. I'm afraid of more responsibilities. But in that fear, in not doing things out of fear, you miss out on the blessings. You miss out on being at your best potential. You miss out on so many things. And when you look at people that you know, struggle with depression, struggle with anxiety, struggle with, you know, and we all, we all deal with these things, right? But then mm-hmm. we all know someone where these, like, these things are really, like, impacting them, where they cannot move forward in their life, you know? Right. And it's, it's, it's like a fear of an unknown. And we kind of have to, like, walking outside your door, you don't know if you're going to come back. So we kind of have to try to find different things for us to be able to get over the hurdle and just do it scared. A lot of entrepreneurs say, just do it scared, right? What's the worst that will happen, right? Because failure is not, you know, a lot of us don't like the mud on our face. And I think I like our childhood a lot of times plays a big role in that fear business. And we can't get past that. But, you know, you just get up and try again. You know, mm-hmm. even the, even the Bible says like a righteous man falls seven times. So what that mean? Like you have to fall. Mm-hmm. You know, but we have to get back up. Yeah. Um, in terms of the childhood part, I feel as if um, a lot of our parents did a number on us, and I don't think it was intentional. Mm-hmm. So for us, for my household, it's okay to mess up. Right, it's okay to to fall. It's okay to break something. It's okay. These things happen. Like the world does not come to an end, right? Um, but we have to learn from it, right? So, if something was broken, why was it broken? Okay, so then you know next time you're not supposed to play with the the glass. You have your plastic cups. You know, um, if you're learning to write your letters and you mess up, that's fine. That's why there's so many other letters there for you to keep practicing and we'll get another book. Like it is. It's okay. It's quite okay. Um, I think coming from for me, I can only speak from a West Indian background, you know, like you messing up. It was a big thing. You get screamed at. You get called names. You get um, spanked, you know. So, and then it's like, you, you're also pushed to become overachievers. You're pushed mm-hmm. to become valedictorians and things of that sort. So when you're, when you're in that situation, it's hard for you to even entertain failing, 
it's hard for you to entertain messing up, right? Because you don't know how to handle those things. So for us at this stage in my life, having to unlearn that it's okay, feel uncomfortable, but still push through. And I'm talking about myself, you know, this is me telling me, like, it's okay to be uncomfortable, but you're still going to push through. You're going to learn to learn how to public speak. You're going to learn how to, um, address people and just ask for something, you know, and then it's okay also to get rejected. All those things are okay, right? You got rejected, try someone else. Keep getting rejected because then it builds character, right? You learn these things. Like all these, and you get rejected so many times, it's like, okay, no problem. You learn how to take it personal, you know, or... You take person like maybe it's how my approach, right? But you wouldn't. You're not going to learn these things. You're not going to learn how to better your approach if every door keeps opening for you, right? Um, so they're just like silver lining and all these things of us failing because when you fall, we need to pick ourselves up. And dust it off and learn to continue to walk. Same as we watch the, our babies, you know, crawl. I mean, the amount of times they fall, yeah. you don't see them stopping. Nope. <laughs> and a lot of them try to run before they could walk, you know. <laughs> so it's, these are things we have to just learn and push through and be okay with be feeling uncomfortable but still pushing through. So true. So true. And listen, if you are struggling with fear, one good um one good thing that you could listen to is Les Brown, right? On YouTube. Cause he like his motivational speeches are amazing. Well he, mm-hmm. he had a story where he was talking about fear and he was like he was he had to sell a TV, but he didn't have nothing. He lost his house and everything like that. And somebody told him no. But then he thought about it. He's like, no, I need this money because I need to take care of my family. So I don't care if a hundred people tell me no, somebody going to tell me yes because somebody going to buy this TV, right? Right. <laughs> so even if you get a hundred no's, that yes is coming. And uh, mm-hmm. I was looking online because I heard somebody say an acronym for fear. A oh, man, these kids are screaming through the door. I don't understand. Where's their father? He know I'm recording. Where's their father? Anyway, they banging on the door. So, I hear them. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me, ladies. I'm sorry. Um, fear, the acronym for fear, false evidence appearing real. And that's really what fear is, mm-hmm. right? Like, even the Bible says, like, you know, I'm God. Like you have nothing to fear with me, right? I wish for you to talk. Is nothing like everything that you want. I will give you the desires of your heart. You don't need to be afraid. The last thing is schedule it in. And I know you always tell me that. Do you have a schedule, Candace? Do you have a calendar, Candace? Do you have a journal, Candace? To the point where you even bought me my own calendar and my journal to so write things down. But have yeah. you been using it, Candace? Yes, I have. Thank you very much. In the name of Jesus. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. See, you're trying to be a new me, girl. New year, new me. Thank you. (laughs) So, like, schedule it in. And I would say that it does help, right? To to write up your tasks and set a time to get things done so that you can focus that time, that hour, that 20 minutes, that 30 minutes, that 10 minutes 
just to get it done. And when you, it's kind of like when you go to work, you that's your schedule, right? Like you know that at nine o'clock you gotta be at work at five o'clock and you off. You get you mm-hmm. make your life go around your job. If you have a doctor's appointment, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you do, and I feel like we have to treat our goals as appointments and not just mm-hmm. something that you know, oh, we can get done later or if we could do it tomorrow. If it could be done today and you plan for it to happen today, let it happen today. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning that and that one, it, it, it truly does work for me. Good. Good. I think, I think last but not least, I believe in having accountability partners or True. partner. You know, um... I would say that we are each other's accountability partner. And I would say that Mo, yeah. I'm Mo's accountability partner and he's mine. You know, like um, we meet every Sunday at three. You know, that's the time we have set where we talk about our weekly goals. And then later on in the week, we both check in on each other. Where are you with this? You know, in terms of um, you're calling clients, whatever, and he asked me, where are you with this in terms of the houses you looked at or your boutique or something? Like, he checks in. And then, it's, and then we may both ask, what do you need from me, right, to get that um, goal accomplished before the week is over? So we need... You need a, your a, an accountability partner. It's good to set these goals. I mean, if you're doing it on your own, great. But sometimes you need someone to hold you to what you've said. True. And for that, I told Mo, like, we're not slacking off. Like, if this is what we said, this is what it is, right? And, I mean, that's the best we can do, especially because sometimes we get distracted, you know, sometimes we get lazy, like sometimes life steps in. So yeah. you need someone to say, hey, yeah, I understand this took place, that happened, blah, 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 whatever. The kids were disruptive. But when are you getting back on track? And so sometimes we need that. That is so true. We do. And for me, I get annoyed with Jerry because it's like, just leave me alone sometimes because you just so used to getting in your rhythm of not getting things done sometimes or wanting to relax or whatever it is that your mental place is going to, but it's annoying, but it's helpful. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to check in to make sure because then when we think about, we have, I would say like, I guess at work, there's consequences to not getting projects done. You get written up and stuff. Mm -hmm. Those things Mm -hmm. are incentive for you to get your stuff done when they need to get done. And and like you said, like we have to do that with our personal life because we're not going to be able to get where we need to do. We do it for other people for a paycheck. Imagine if we dedicate the time for ourselves to get to where we want to be. Imagine, right? Like the the sky is the limit. So. I completely agree with that point. Like, you know, I, I really do appreciate that we are accountability partners to each other because a lot of times you like Candace, Candace, and it's like because I am a people pleaser in nature, people, I don't like to disappoint. So, 
those things kind of like helped me like all right cat is going to check in on me i want to be able to tell her x y and z i want to be able to say that i did x y and z but you know those are the things that work for me i gotta accept myself for my flaws and work within my own personal parameters of stuff so um that's and i think maybe we that that now that you're saying it maybe we all should read that book um I think it's called either the power of no or something like that. Because for me, it's easy for me to say no. <laughs> it's super easy for me to be like, nope, can't do it. Sorry, can't help you. You know, and because sometimes I have so much going on in my personal life that I don't want to feel overwhelmed, you know, um, and I have to know how to manage my time really well, I can't be everything to everyone. And unfortunately, I just can't. So I'm okay with saying no, right? I know some people aren't comfortable with saying no because, you know, they don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and blah, blah, blah. It would probably be good to read that book. Not at this moment. Or you know what? Let me get back to you when I'm done with A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, and then when you're done with that, you check back in and say, hey, do you still need me? Mm-hmm. And chances are they probably would find someone else. That's true. Or they'll probably do it themselves. So there, there is, I think it's okay to say no sometimes and not feel guilty, right? Like I think recently a friend um, invited us over to their home and most like, hey, you want to go? I'm like, mm, no, I'll sit this one out. I just, I just want to stay home and relax. I don't, I don't want to do anything right now. And he was like, okay, that's it. Like for the whole Christmas holiday, which is just birthdays and celebrating everything else, we've been on a go. And now I just want to mentally relax because I've been working on other personal goals. So now that I have some free time, I don't have to do a dish. I don't have to clean a room. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> a whole mood, a whole mood. So, ladies, if yeah. you want to start a book club, let us know because we suggested two very good books The Power of Saying No and Atomic Habits. So, let's work on it. Be better this year. Read new things that will help us be our best selves and, you know, work through our goals. Just to recap. Um, three ways that can help you accomplish your goals is decide if you really want it, wash fair aside, and schedule it in. Mm-hmm. So take the challenge and we'll be checking in. Not only with each other, yeah. with yourself, with each one of you. So let us know. Let us know what your goals are so that we can help help you accomplish them or give you resources that can help you get it done but 2021 is our year as long as we live in we're gonna be crushing these goals ladies let's do it with with all of my friends and family that's listening and so i think to show that we're doing or accomplishing some of our goals or working on some of our goals i like to probably start doing more story time more live chats just to y'all can see what we're doing and even to bring you into our crazy world right because we're moms we have kids we have households to run and and work and all of that so it'd be good to also 
invite you into our homes just to kind of show you what we're doing, maybe get some suggestions from you. And I think that it would, um, we can be each other's accounting partner to a certain degree and hold each other accountable as we're moving forward to being, making this year different from any other year in terms of setting goals and knocking them out. So let's do it. And ladies, like, you know, show us some love, write us back, send us an email, hit us on the gram, DM us, you know, engage. This is for us. This is for you. We all want to grow. You know, like Kat said, we want to learn from you. Um, and, you know, build that village and that community. So with that yes. being said, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Um, and we look forward to doing great things this year. So we'll speak to you soon. Indeed. Smooches. Smooches.